0: Has anyone ever asked you this question? How do you eat an elephant? This question has never been asked to me, and I discovered it while reading an article. This question and answer is a powerful metaphor for learning and development for all professionals. And the answer to the question is one bite at a time. Think about it. If you tried to eat an entire elephant in one sitting, you'd get sick. From that experience, you would never want to try to eat an elephant again. However, when you take your time eating one bite at a time over a period of weeks or months, you'll be able to consume the entire elephant. Another way to think about this metaphor is that you have back issues and you decide to strengthen your core by doing stomach crunches. You may have not done any ab exercises since Nixon was president of the United States. Day one, you choose to do 10 crunches, and hey, you have success. You finish the 10 and no muscle cramps. So you continue this daily trend. And then by day 20, you might be up to 30 crunches by adding one additional crunch each day, small bites. By the end of three months, you might be able to do 75 crunches. However, when you look in the mirror, you don't see any difference in your body shape and your back is still giving you issues. Yet, you don't give up. You keep on putting in that daily work. This is the journey I started back in November of 2020. This morning, September 3rd, 2021, I successfully did 1,000 crunches, which took me over 14 minutes. So, over this period of time, my back is stronger. And I even have better definition in my apps. The question now becomes, how long does it take to create a habit? If you search the internet, you'll find it takes 21 days. However, that is just a big fat myth. According to research, it takes 66 days to start a habit. That's right, a little over two months to start the habit and, and, and. Don't forget to continue this habit development every single day, if possible. So if you miss a day or two, don't get discouraged. Start again. And try not to put too much distance between when you stopped and then started again. And don't beat yourself up because you missed a day or two or even a week. I began 20 plus years ago adopting the mindset of an improviser. I would leave sticky notes around the house, my car, and in my office that said, yes, and. You see, I wanted to keep those two words accessible to me so I could create the habit and enact change. Unfortunately, over 20 plus years, I've fallen off the improv wagon way too many times than I wish to count. I would have to force myself back on that improv wagon and away from my old habits in the early years. Getting back on the improv wagon was not easy at all i was very comfortable with my earlier bad habits letting my ego get out of control not being a good listener and trying to make it all about me however i felt that those were not suitable characteristics for a good leader and business professional despite the behaviors i witnessed by my current bosses and leaders so i'd get back on the improv wagon and keep working towards my goal I learned that the amount of time it took me to get back on the wagon decreased because I was building up solid improv skills. So why is one bite at a time essential to learning and development for all professionals? Well, let's break it down into two pieces, technical learning and development and non-technical learning and development. Technical learning and development is the mastery of your technical competency. You want your surgeon to be technically sound as they cut into your body. You want your attorney to be technically sound while they represent you in a jury trial. You want your insurance salesperson to be technically sound in the insurance policy they are offering their clients. Features, benefits, and side effects are valuable information that is memorized to avoid getting policies confused with other policies or products. You developed the foundation for these technical skills during your college years. That foundation allows you to elevate into developing your complex technical skills. Non-learning and development. Uh, Okay, now let's just change this. We're going to change it from non-technical learning and development to power skills, learning, and development. Today's technical professionals, accounting, finance, engineering, healthcare, etc., need to develop the mastery of power skills, communication, critical thinking. Emotional intelligence, listening, adapting, strategic thinking, innovation, and more. And when you sum up all these power skills into one, it becomes leadership. Okay, I see some Scooby-Doo heads tilted and thinking, why? I'm technically sound in my craft, so why do I need to invest time into developing my so-called power skills to become a leader? Uh, Let me sum it up this way, in two parts. Part one, the technical knowledge, jargon, and acronyms you spent developing are now considered a foreign language. Have you ever had a meeting with your CPA and you had no idea what the person was trying to say when you left? For example, I had a conversation with my doctor concerning some test results, and during our call, I was hit with this massive tsunami of medical wingle that consumed me. I stopped her and politely said, I have no idea. What you're trying to say can you tell me in plain english she paused and then said you might have cancer okay i heard and understood didn't like those words but i heard and understood them and that gives me the knowledge i need to know what possibly i'm dealing with and actually it was not cancer thankfully Anyone in any technical profession needs to become a better translator of their knowledge and expertise into plain English so others can understand and act upon that information. Part two, what business are you in? It seems like a silly and simple question to answer, right? Yet when I ask this question during a keynote or a workshop to a group of CPAs, I get replies like auditing, tax consulting, data analytics, etc. I reply, that is not the business you are in. That's a byproduct of the actual business you're in. I take it to the point that either someone gives me the correct answer or someone is looking at me and they just want to punch me out. The correct answer is you, we all, are in the people business first and foremost. Without people, you have no business i hope you ponder this thought for a while and come to realize that i am correct since we are in the people business we better develop those critical skills those power skills or we will be out of business business improv develops all the critical power skills that everyone in an organization needs to master business improv is about letting go of your agenda listening intently to be empathetic and open-minded and present in the moment so you can fully connect with colleagues and other stakeholders to generate optimal results. Think about that elephant and what that elephant represents, leadership. Now, take one bite at a time, start investing in your power skills so you can have a greater impact on the people you hire, on the people you lead, on your customers and clients, on people that you are business partners with, the people in your community, and possibly the people of the world. Like what you just heard, visit c sweetradiocom C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.